change is inevitable. So it's never too late to make a difference as an individual. Because we got to do that to become better as a whole. All for one. And one for all. <laughs> What's up, Wolfpack? This thing keeps fucking catching me off guard. It really does. So, wasn't planning on getting and doing it live today. It's Sunday. Sunday fun day. Freaking, uh, wasn't planning on doing one today. But I was sitting here about ready to not get my day started, but start working on a few projects that I have around the house that I'm doing. And I was thinking to myself, uh, my girlfriend just went off to work, not maybe 20 minutes ago. And just sitting here thinking to myself that I want to say this first and foremost, uh, you can take this however you want. You can take this, uh, I'm not bragging, I'm not boasting, I'm not, you know, comparing, I'm not doing any of that, but what I am doing is I want to, I want to talk about what a healthy relationship actually sounds like, because I can't really show you what it looks like, but what it sounds like, but it, you know, we're going based off of what of it, what it looks like. I'm sitting here just before I'm about to do my projects, and kind of hold on. What is it good? Do you think it's good? Is it your good or is it my good? Is it your clean or is it my clean? You're pretty sure. Okay. All right. Well then, let's hope it's clean. If not, you'll hear about it next week. Get. Start eating and then go get uh go get your stuff ready. Anyways, sorry, talking to kids, making them clean, making them a slave. Now Sundays, Sundays is our cleaning day, and I make the kids clean the house before they uh, leave to go back to their moms. So it's not all stuck on me. But so back to what I was talking about. Um, since we have a few more people on here, I'm not I'm not bragging, not boasting, I'm not um, comparing. I'm not, you know, trying to say, oh, you know, um, I'm on a different level than, you know, what anybody else is. But what I want to do is try to kind of explain to a few people the differences. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really going to go. I, I don't know. I don't know. We, we don't know how much time I've got. I know I have to leave here by 3.30. I want to, I want to start getting my shit done. Um, but I do want to kind of like point out the differences that I have noticed in this new relationship compared to old ones or compared to ones that, you know, people are stuck in or, you know, kind of bad relationships. I was kind of thinking as I sat down and was thinking about this, you know, closet and these other things that I've got, you know, going on and about to clean the house and everything that me and my girlfriend waste a lot of fucking time. <laughs> we we waste a lot of time but not in a bad way not in a bad way we waste a lot of time talking to each other communicating you know and i know you know i've had a few people you know comment and say or tell me like oh you know that's that's just the honeymoon stage you'll you'll you know you'll eventually grow out of that 
And I feel bad for those people. I really do. Because you shouldn't grow out of that stage. You shouldn't get out of that stage. You know, to make a good relationship, you should continue talking as much as possible and communicating and comprehending. Uh, there's one more. Tiffin, if you can remind me, or Ed, remind me what that third one is that we came up along with that. I don't remember what it is. Um, but we waste so much time that we could be getting other shit done just talking and body language okay yeah body language uh paying attention to detail you know you know you're actually you know it's a uh, um communication comprehension and paying attention to you know detail by your body language you know seeing you know if your partner's good or bad or you know this and that the little micro inspections comprehension nope nope we already said that one um Communication, comprehension, and then there was a third one. I didn't know. I didn't think it was body language. It was. I thought it was something else. But I was sitting here when I, you know, she just left, and I come in here, you know, sat down real quick, and I noticed something. Something fucking so important that I didn't even notice that we that we have been doing it. Uh, it was it wasn't comp or it wasn't compassion. Um. It was something else. I can't remember what the third fucking thing is that we like all said that it was like it was really important and it went in with it. But something that I had noticed is that and it's a great thing and a fucking amazing thing. I have been for one, this is probably bare minimum. I want to say bare minimum, but I, I think all weekend since we got off live on Friday, I don't think I've really gotten on Facebook. I may have been on there for like maybe five or ten minutes like, you know, yesterday, but I don't even remember. But the most like the, the mind boggling thing is, is that I've been forgetting my phone, legit forgetting my phone. You know, we left yesterday to go to the store twice and I just left my phone at the house. And yes, and I know some people are going to fucking say like, look. Don't bring your negative ass, Nancy ass, fucking crybaby wine bullshit because this is what you're used to men doing. And, oh, you know, well, you, you know, some people just forget their phone to hide it. Or some people, you know, don't pay attention to no, no. We're talking about a healthy relationship. We're talking about a healthy, good relationship. So don't bring that shit right now. I don't want to fucking hear it. But I've noticed all weekend, it's been happening more and more. But all weekend, I've barely touched my phone. I've not been getting on it to scroll through fucking Facebook. Not really been talking, you know, to people. Um, I've had people message me and, you know, uh, a, a pack member actually messaged me something, you know, about Friday that, you know, he wanted to talk about. And I'm not, you know, trying to be a dick to this person. I just didn't, you know, have time to sit down and read it. We, ha we have been busy around here, you know, kind of remodeling, you know, still trying to get the house together, this and that. But it's... A wonderful feeling being somebody or being with somebody that I am not concerned about this fucking little computer and every time it dings and every time it goes off and oh my god what's the latest Facebook post and you know oh my god the, you know the, who, who just posted on snapchat and 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 worried about the drama and worried about others people's business which Normally, mine is memes. I like posting funny-ass memes. Um, but it's been 
I, I had to ask my daughter earlier if she seen my fucking phone. I thought it was in the bedroom. I didn't know I even took it out of the bedroom. Apparently, it was laying on the fucking kitchen table. And it's been laying there all fucking morning. Yesterday, when we left, like, I forgot it. And I even got in the dri- or got in the car where we went to pull out the driveway. And I was like, fuck, I forgot my phone. My girlfriend's like, well, you want to go get it? I was like, no, nah, it ain't nothing important. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing on that phone as important as what the fuck's sitting right next to me. And that is, like, the best fucking feeling I think I have had you know, so far that it's just, I am not fucking concerned with one with the outside world or with friggin', you know, uh, with my phone. It feels so good and so nice not to have to, you know, where there's stale conversation or it's just like, oh, we kind of get tired of each other or, oh, you know, you know, like we want to, you know, be on phone and you know, social media and this and that, that we're so wrapped up in it that it's just such a good feeling. And I, me, where I where I used to, I didn't go nowhere without my phone. Like, nowhere. You know, friggin', not to the bathroom, not to the fucking outside working. And no, it wasn't I didn't take my, my phone to the bathroom because I was trying to hide it. Or I was, you know, fucking in there texting girls. Like, no, I just take my phone to the bathroom. Usually I've got Bluetooth fucking playing. YouTube moto, moto videos. You know, fucking, always, I always have my phone on me. One, I've got personal information on my phone. There's personal adult content on my phone. I don't want to leave it laying around for somebody just to pick up. I've got credit card numbers. I've got fucking, you know, my bank account numbers on there. Like, I've got important ass information that, you know, and I don't keep a lock on my phone. Um, I actually took that off way before me and my girlfriend started dating. Now, I will say I always kind of thought it was dumb. But, you know, people apparently, if you lay your phone face down or screen down, then that, oh, that's somebody hiding something. I've always done that. I've always done that because if you have your phone laying face down and you drop something, which I have done because I'm normally working or doing something, I've dropped something with my phone like laying beside me where I didn't want it in my pocket because I've crushed my phone and broke my phone quite a few times. Not just once, but quite a few times with it being in my back pocket and I forget it there and I go to sit down or I go to bend over and do something or whatever I'm doing and I broke the damn thing. But, and I've also, you know, had it laying beside me, knowing it's there, and fucking go to move, and I drop something on it. There's been quite a few times that I broke my screen because I dropped fucking that thing on my phone. So I learned a long time ago. I flipped my phone upside down with the screen fucking laying face down. I don't care what everybody else fucking says. I really don't. I don't care that fucking people say, well, that's the sign of cheating. Like, no, like... There's there's so many other fucking reasons to you know be do that people do shit. It, it's it's you know it's not always about that shit. But I don't even have a lock on my phone anymore. And the only reason I had a lock on my phone before was to stop the whole fucking pocket dialing and shit. I need to actually put a lock on my phone again because it's not pocket dial, but it'll open up fucking apps and everything. And I've told my girlfriend, you know, if I put a lock on my phone, this is the lock code. Open it up, pick it up at any time. I don't give a fuck. I ain't doing shit. <laughs> that's that's it. Like, uh, she has been warned, and we have talked about like you know, in group messaging or you know, to involve the group like that is confidential. You know, I do not you know think you can just pick it up and start going through those conversations. That will piss me off. That is not you know, not. I don't know of any other way to put this. It's not your business. That's not my business to put out there like that. That's confidentiality. But. She's never picked up my phone. You know, 
I'm open and honest about that stuff. Uh, a few like other things, like the the communication, like, you know, we're going to go back to that. If you really think about it, like, yes, you know, people say, oh, this is the honeymoon stage. Why does the honeymoon stage have to stop? Why does it have to quit? Nine times out of ten, the reason the honeymoon stage stopped is because y'all let it stop. It's because y'all friggin' got comfortable and you don't want to try no more. You don't want to do the little things no more. You don't want to do the, you know, the, all these little shit. Yes, I'm sure after get, being with each other for, you know, so long. Now, you know, me and my girlfriend, it's been two months now. Um, to, I've probably heard her entire life story. You know, she's told me a couple stories that fucking, you know, that I've already heard her say it before. You know, there's been a couple times I've been like, yeah, babe, you told me that one already. Or, you know, I just let her go on telling about her story. Like, I'm sure after being alone for so far, being together for so long, you run out of shit to fucking say to people. But communication is fucking key. Comprehension is key. Wish, you know, we could remember the fucking third one. But it's so much better and different with the, the communication. Like, it don't have to stop. It shouldn't fucking stop. You know, you shouldn't want it to stop. Like... I always kind of thought it was, you know, a little weird sometimes when people would say like, oh, you know, oh, well, my partner's my best friend. And I would rebuttal be like, you know, well, like you should have friends outside of the relationship. You're, you know, you should have a best friend outside of the relationship. Now I get it. Now I understand why people say that. Now I understand why like, yeah, my partner's my best friend because it's like. You talk to them about everything. You go to them about everything. You know, they are your confidant. They are the fucking one, you know, you seek advice for. They're the, they're just, they're your person. And it's not a foreign feeling because I've had that a little bit before in the past, but just not as much as what I've had now. But it don't have to stop. The honeymoon phase don't have to stop. Yes, you're. I know what people are saying. Oh, you're only two months in. Just wait. It don't have to stop. You only you let it stop. That's the only reason it stops is because you let it stop. You didn't put in the work to put you know keep going. You didn't put in the work to keep you know doing it. We, I we are laying the foundation, the bricks of this foundation of this fucking relationship to how we want it to be. And communicating is not a fucking issue. It was when we first started talking and started dating. Communication was not my girlfriend's strongest point. She, she, oh, you know, told me in the beginning, I, I'm not somebody that can tell you how I feel. I'm, I show you how I feel. That's the way I am. I'm more of a shower than I am a teller. I've completely broke her of that. Like she's, she is, you know, definitely able to tell me how she feels and talks to me about all kinds of shit. And, you know, like it's definitely, and she says that, you know, too, like she, she asked me this morning, like, what the fuck are you doing to me? Because this just, this isn't me. This isn't normal me. Like you've damn near broken every fucking barrier and wall that, you know, I have. And, and it's great. And, you know, like I'm going to say, you know, like I'm going to back up a little bit. Like what I said, like we waste so much fucking time together, but in a good way, we will literally sit here last night, last night, we stayed up until 2.30 in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, talking, just talking. You know, freaking adult activities may have happened after that, but 2.30 in the morning, we freaking just stayed up talking. We do that on a constant basis. We're talking all the fucking time. We're talking about everything. This morning, me and her, you know, was sitting there. I don't know. <laughs> I am 
I'm being a little extra today. An extra. I'm being a little um, extra lovey, if you get what I'm saying. Fuck it. I'm, fuck it. It's, it's an adult. I'm horny as fuck today, all right? Like, there's just fucking, I don't know what the hell it is about today. And my woman is, you know, wearing literally fucking cleaning clothes because we're cleaning the house. And I couldn't take my eyes off of her all, all day. Like, all day. Like, I'm just looking at her like, Jesus, you're gorgeous. All fucking day. And she keeps telling me, like, babe, we ain't got time for this. We got to get stuff done. Like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm controlling myself. I am. She was like, yeah, you're controlling yourself, but you're having a very hard time of controlling yourself over there because I see that look in your eyes. Like, you won't. Well, she kind of, you know, kept saying it more and more. Like, she kept kind of like, you know, like, babe, like, we don't have to. We have to, you know, get some stuff done. <laughs> and, and she had to get ready for work and stuff today. And finally, like, I kind of asked her. You know, I just flat told her. I was like, do you not like me admiring you? Like, ogling you or, like, you know, like, you know, just adoring you? Like, that's what I'm doing. Like, yes, I know we don't have time to go and, and, and have adult time right now. I know, you know, we have shit to do. But it's like, I'm not trying to do anything to convince you of that way. I'm just legit. And she come back, like, immediately. She was like, don't know. She was like, please don't. Like, don't get it wrong. Like, you, I love that you stare at me. I love that you look at me that way. She's like, I never want you to stop looking at me the way you do. You know, she was like, I love that, that, that look that you just get when you're adoring me and, you know, think I'm sexy when I know I'm not and this and that. She was like, you know, I, and she told me, she was like, I need to kind of stop saying that stuff. She was like, because I don't want you to get to the point to where I say this so much that, you know, that you get to a point where you stop. And I kind of told her, I was like, you know, like, you know, that was almost going to come. Like I was almost starting because you were just saying it so much today, like, well, fuck, you don't want me looking at you, then then fine, I'll, I'll stop. I'll start controlling myself more, and then I, I won't. You know, even when, if you're not paying attention, I might. But when I know you're paying attention, I won't look at you like that. And she was like, no, no. She was like, that is a not at all what I want. She was like, I love, you know, that you look at me like this. She was like, I never want you to stop looking at me like that. And so, you know, that was a form of communication, you know, she kind of seen and you know the, the the conversation that we were having like she you know seen and she she told me she was like i know the consequence she was like i've had been and been with guys that they don't look at me like that they don't adore me the way you do like they don't freaking you know just have that want and that desire in their eyes and on their face by looking at me she was like so i love that you do this she was like hey, there's just a time and a place that you know we could <laughs> that we could uh, perform adult activities to follow through with that look. And I'm like, I know, I get that. Like, you know, I'm not, you know, freaking trying to do anything. I'm just enjoying looking at you. Like, I have that right. You're my woman. I enjoy looking at you. I, and I can do that. So, you know, that was almost like, you know, that could have caused something, you know, that, you know, made me start feeling a certain way. Like, well, she don't like me looking at like her like this, so I'm, I'm going to stop. And that would have probably hurt us both. But, you know, that, that was, that's part of communicating. That's part of comprehending. You know, she was kind of paying attention to me. You know, you know, I was paying attention, definitely paying attention to her. But, you know, the, 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 the wasting time thing to where we do sit around and talk. Like, we'll get, you know, we wake up, we'll have our coffee in the morning, and the next thing we know, it's three fucking hours later. And we're like, fuck, like we, you know, we were supposed to get up and do this today and do this today. Like, we're still trying to get this house together 
And a lot of it would, you know, it would already be done if it wasn't for the simple fact that we do sit around and talk to each other so much. Now, you know, this morning we talked to each other and we both sat and folded clothes and laundry to get together. You know, uh, last night, you know, I was uh, uh, working on, you know, um, the project, the uh, closet project. And she was in the dining room. We were talking back and forth that way. You know, we were both doing stuff. We're kind of learning, you know. But, you know, we do, we do waste a lot of fucking time talking. And it's not a bad thing. It's really not. But I've been picking up on, on noticing, um, I've been picking on, or picking up on and noticing other little things that just, I love out of this relationship. You know, the, the, the not, it's not only the communicating, you know, the constant touch, you know, the cuddling, you know, the, uh, uh, the way, you know, each one of us, it's not, you know, like I'll make her plate. You know, she'll, you know, then, you know, turn around, she'll make my plate. Now, she don't like the fact that, you know, that I make, she likes that I make her plate, but in her mind, in her head, she's like, I was raised, the woman makes the plate. Yeah, okay, but you were busy over here doing this, and, and you know, freaking, I was over here hungry and asked you if you wanted a sandwich. Like, I'm making myself a sandwich. Figured I'd just make two while I'm doing this. So it's, you know, just the constant, you know, back and forth. Both of us, you know, give, it's, 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 um, um, it's equally giving and taking. Neither one of us, do I feel right now, is, is taking too much and the other one's not giving back. Um, it's the whole 100-100 that me, me and Tiffin did a live on before and that we talked about. You know, for again, we're both sitting here giving us this, you know, all. And we're talking and even about... Even about hard things. I mean, we're even, we're having those communication things that there's been a few things that come up that we've like had to sit down and have like serious talks and just be like, okay, like we kind of feel like, okay, maybe this needs to change a little bit or this, you know, I don't kind of like this, you know, whatever. And it's not been like real bad things. It's just, you know, communicating enough and being comfortable enough to where we both can sit down and be like, I don't really like the way you put this. I don't really like the way that you said this in front of this person, you know, or, you know, something like that. Like, and we've been able to come to each other, be comfortable enough and talk and work, work it the fuck out and comprehend about what the other one's saying. Um, so this is like this. These are the signs. These are the things that, you know, like, you know, fucking being um, in a healthy relationship that you should be looking for. You know, I, I wish, you know, I'd, I'd almost started to write some of these down, and I, I wish I fucking would have, but you all know how I am that when I'm in that mood to actually do a live, that if I don't fucking do it right away, then I'm, you know, I'm going to forget or I'm not going to end up doing it. So I wanted to jump on here real quick, and I got a little bit of time. But it's it's about teamwork, too. Like, you know, it, it is. You know, even, you know... The girlfriend, you know, I, I'm at home, you know, and doing other shit. My girlfriend made sure today, like, she threw some fucking, you know, some stuff in the crock pot to make sure that we all had dinner when she went off to work. She didn't have to do that. We could have fucking made up, you know, we could have made her own damn dinner. We could have made her own shit. I should have been making her dinner for because she's going off to work today. Um, But, you know, it's just the constant, you know, give and take, give and take. You know, she likes doing certain things. I like doing certain things for her, like, you know. It's one of those things, you know, and more signs of just a healthy relationship 
is, you know, I, I know I keep going back to the communication, but man, it's just, it feels so fucking good just to talk to somebody. Now, I, I will admit, and I will tell, you know, anybody, my last girlfriend, the one before this one, my last relationship, she loved to communicate. And she loved to the fucking, she loved to talk. The only problem was in the real difference between my, the one I'm in now and that one, she didn't want to listen to me while I talked. She would always cut me off. And I know, I know, you know, fucking, you know, there's people out there, you know, that do this, that they like, you know, that, you know, that meme goes around like, you know, don't take no offense when, you know, when you're sitting there telling a story and then I tell a story, I'm just trying to relate and this and that, which is fine. But sometimes you got to realize that you need to shut the fuck up. And not do that. Sometimes you re you need to realize that you need to let that other person talk and get their shit out too. Because a lot of what the last relationship, and it taught me really early on, she would always wait for a break or a pause when I was talking and I wasn't done talking. She would wait for a break or, break or pause like when I was maybe collecting my mm -hmm. thoughts or something. And she would legit go into one of her stories to, to relate with me. And I'd never get back to what I was saying or I'd forget about what I was saying. And, you know, and then it would just turn into, her, you know, more of her shit, more and more and more. And it's like, fuck, like I was trying to talk like I let you talk when you talk. Let me talk when I talk like, you know, there's a big, a big difference, like, you know, of doing that. I'm not saying it's a real bad thing, but I, I learned immediately in, in that for, you know, the last relationship. Hey, this is more of a, um. This is more of a one-sided thing here. This is more of a, she gets out what she wants. So I, I became a very quiet, non-talkative person with her. Y'all know I can talk for hours on lives. You know, Tiffin knows I can talk for fucking hours. Like, I, I like hearing the sound of my own voice. I'm a, I'm a talker. It was so bad to the point that other people outside of the relationship noticed and knew that I wasn't very, I wasn't very talkative with, with my ex. And they would say like, they would, they would kind of bring that up. And I just nonchalantly, ah, oh, you know, there's no need for me to talk or this or that, or, you know, whatever. Now the ones closer to me, they knew like fucking, they like, yeah, this, this, there's something wrong here. Cause you are a talker and you don't talk a lot with her. You know? So there, there's a big difference. And, you know, here, you know, like my girlfriend now, I've told her these things, you know, what, you know, I'm always open and honest. I'm, I've always been open, honest and blunt, whether you fucking hate me for saying this or telling you, I, I would say this. There was a few times, you know, and it was, you know, I, I was never trying to be real fucking hateful or real mean about this, but there was a few times quite a few times where I'd have to look at my ex and I just have to look at her and tell her, I need you to shut the fuck up right now. Like, and that's exactly how I put it. Whether you think that's rude. Oh my God. I can't believe he'd say that to a woman. Oh my God. It's just, he's such a horrible guy. No, no, there, there's sometimes you just need to tell somebody, look, you just need to shut the fuck up right now. And I would, I'd have to with her, you know, I, because she would not get my body language. She would not understand and comprehend that, you know, I was not into the conversation or I was so exhausted and so tired from working all day out on the fucking farm. It was just like, I just can't, you know, I ain't got the energy right now. I ain't got the mentality right now to be able to listen to you and your constant whining, miserable bullshit 
that you don't want to do nothing to fix. You just want to bitch about it. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't think I'm so much of a fucking asshole that, you know, uh, nine times out of ten, that when she would get off of work, I would try to stop what I was doing for at least half an hour to an hour and take a break. And I would listen to her about her day. I would, you know, talk to her about her day. Now, sometimes that would lead into a more conversation. And sometimes I would come up there and be like, look, you got 30 minutes. You got 30 minutes to get out whatever you got, you know, to get out. We can sit here and talk. We can bullshit. You got 30 minutes and then I have to get back to go what I'm doing because it's important and I'm trying. I'm on a time crunch. So hate me for if you will. I, I, I don't fucking care. But there was sometimes I would legit, literally, bluntly have to look at her and say, I need you to shut the fuck up right now. And that was the only time she would seem to get it. It really was. Happened to be that blunt and I guess hurtful and honest. Like, that was the only time she would truly understand, I just can't right now. And, you know, with my new girlfriend, she's... She's told me a couple times, she was like, I'm so afraid that you're just, you know, going to get tired of hearing me talk. You know, we talk so much. You're like, I, and I told her, like, I honestly, this is different. Like, I, I never want you to stop talking. I love these moments. I love these talks. I love all of this shit. Like, and, you know, it's different with her because when then I do, do feel important in this relationship because then when I'm talking about something or when I'm, you know, got something I feel like I want to talk about, she listens. She does. And that's the biggest main difference. I didn't feel important enough to be heard in the last relationship that I was in. So... You know, like we were, we were kind of talking the other day and we got, and we got on the subject of me and my, um, I, I, my, 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 my father, which is my stepdad does not like when I say that, but I don't ever know how to, you know, another word, you know, sperm donor, whatever, you know, fucking my bio dad. There we go. My biological dad. Um, you know, we got on the subject of him. And that's a hard conversation for me to have. Like, I, I don't like talking about it. Like, that's one I just sweep underneath the fucking rug. But when that got into, the, when we got into that conversation and she noticed, and I knew she noticed, she noticed that I wasn't, you know, or that I was getting kind of emotional about it. She knew that this was something important. She shut up. She let me talk like she she didn't interrupt me. You know, she would, you know, kind of want clarification on a few things and, you know, or she would give a little bit of, you know, input or, you know, put a little bit. But she was letting me know she was interactively listening, but she was, you know, not taking over the conversation and talking about herself like she knew this was something important. And she just let me talk. The ex, I'd have to fight for that. Like there would be, you know quite a few conversations that we did have, I'd have to tell her, like, you need you need to shut up. Like, I'm talking now. Like, you need to stop. I'm trying to tell you something right now, and I'm trying to talk to you. So can you please not do this right now? And so there's major differences, major friggin' differences. <coughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, healthy relationship. Both of us are sitting here wanting wanting each other to be able to grow and and the things that we are, are are passionate about and want to be in you know she's been trying to push me a little bit more and more of um doing and becoming a speaker and with with the group uh with the nonprofit like she's been pushing me so much so 
She actually has a girlfriend of hers that is coming and talking to me tonight. I want to get a feel for her. I want to, you know, talk to her. I want to, you know, kind of see, you know, if she's on the same page. But her girlfriend wants to start a podcast. And my girlfriend kind of set this up and was like, hey, you know, my boyfriend already does this. My boyfriend's learned how to do this. This is what he does. He could give you some pointers and stuff. And, you know, he can talk to you about some things and, you know, kind of show you what you need to do and all this. And then, you know, my girlfriend comes back and told, told me, you know, like, hey, I wanted to set this up. She was like, but I, she has the same mentality with, you you know, as you do. She don't believe in the whole coddling thing. She's blunt. She's honest. But, you know, she's wanting to do something like what you're doing. She may, you know, be able to benefit with you. She was like, I don't know. I don't know nothing about, you know, or she's like, she does know, but she don't, she don't know a whole lot about what I do. But, you know, she's like, you know, maybe, you know, friggin' she could be a good asset for you. And she's like, if not, no big deal. You know, she you can give her some advice with the podcast and stuff. So we may be having a new pack member that can come in here and do her own lives. And if she has her own, you know, podcast that she's doing, you know, friggin' this and that. So that's one of the ways that my girlfriend is, you know, supporting me and, and driving me, you know, to, to, to do this more often. You know, with, with the farm and, you know, with just everything. It's just, it, it's it's so, it's so nice to, which I'm not saying my ex wasn't supportive in some areas. She was very supportive with the farm. But I could later come to find out she was not as supportive with the nonprofit. She was, she was against the nonprofit. And, you know, I've heard from not just one person, but quite a few different people that she didn't like me and my friendship with Tiffin and she didn't like me and my friendship with my other, you know, friend that was a girl. Like, you know, there was quite a few things, you know, that come out in the light friggin' once we split up. Fucking uh <laughs> Tara or I'm sorry, yeah. Uh my girlfriend. I try not to use names on here, but my girlfriend today was fucking excited that was like, hey, like, you know, we, we need to get a hold of of Tiffin and Ed and see when they would like to have, you know, like a little double, double date or a little dinner or, you know, maybe get, a, you know, together and drink some wine or something. She was like, I really liked going over there. You know, I would, I would, you know, excited about when Tiffin brought up of us doing, you know, some double date stuff. So, you know, that lets me know she's very comfortable with me talking to Tiffin as much as I do, you know, with me, you know, be able to do this group and stuff and, you know, me, you know, going and hanging out with Ed or doing, you know, shit like that. She wants to be a part of that. Like, you know, she, she told me, she was like, yeah, when you, you know, when Tiffin was talking about doing these little double dates, I was excited because I've never really had a man that's wanted to go and do that stuff. So, you know, you know, there's stuff like that, you know, now where on the other hand, it was, you know, you'll come out in the, after everything was said and done in the light, it was, she said some things. So it's, it's so nice to, to have somebody that like, it's like, yeah, I don't mind this. Yeah. I understand this, this friendship. And I understand this bond that you have with, you know, with, with this other person, even, you know, it's, it's, um, opposite sex and she doesn't want to interfere with that you know there's been quite a few times that you know like i've been busy doing something or me and her's been talking she's like oh you know well tiffin's you know calling you why don't you uh why don't you go ahead and just talk to her i know you guys talk you know a lot you know and she's like she knows about therapy thursdays so that's you know a nice feeling 
And it should be like that. You know, both of us are confident enough to where it's like, I, I, you know, she's got me, I've got her. We both know that. Like, you know, there's no, you know, jealousy thing or there's no, you know, friggin' like, oh, you know, this, that. Like, you know, it, it's it's copacetic. It's great. It's good. So, um, it's 3.15. I, I've got to leave the house at 3.30, so I'm going to be getting off on off of here in about, like, 10, 15 minutes. But I think, like, what I'm trying to get out of all of this, like I said, I'm not bragging. I'm not boasting. I'm not comparing. I'm not saying, you know, because I've, you know, uh, uh, because of just everything I, you know, I... Because the work I do, you know, and with the mentality and this and that, that I'm on another level in this and, you know, what I am like trying to get at, though, is just like maybe maybe if I talk about, you know, my healthy relationship a little bit more, like maybe that might open some other eyes to where it's like that's that's not how it's just supposed to run. And you'll know you'll just know. You know, and I know there's quite a few women out there and men that are out there like, I'm done dating. I'm done trying to find somebody, you know, um, to me not knowing where and my feeling was. So the famous ex, the famous ex, right? Yes, that wasn't a healthy relationship. Yes, you know, we both had our problems. Yes, we were toxic for each other. Yes, you know, I've got my opinions and she's got her opinions about me. Everybody does. But regardless of whether it was just a mask or whether she was a narcissist or whether anything, you know, about her true feelings of me, I know how I felt for her back then. I know that what I felt for her on my end was what I've always wanted love to feel like. So after we had split up all three times, <laughs> and after we were completely done, I always swore, I made a promise to myself, I would never, or I would not stop looking for that same type of love again. Not what we had, just the way I felt, the, the way I wanted to be. You know, regardless of how things went down and the things that had happened and this and that, I know I was a damn good boyfriend. I know I did the romantic things and the good things and this and that. I, that, because that's how I wanted to be in that relationship. So that's exactly, you know, in this relationship, it's bringing the best out of me. A relationship shouldn't bring the worst out in you. You know, freaking it, this is bringing the best out of me. I'm back to, you know, like I want to do these things. I'm constantly looking for little ways to make my girlfriend's life easier and better. And, you know, little things that I know that would make her happy. Like, you know, me fucking tearing apart this closet and, and, and turning it into a shoe closet and, you know, uh, 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 and a makeup area and stuff for her. I could fucking care less that she has that many shoes and fucking, you know, I have three pairs of shoes, my fucking house slippers, my freaking workout shoes, my workout tennis shoes, and my fucking work boots. She loves shoes. That's her thing. Great. But I know she would, you know, she would really appreciate and love having her own little area to put her shoes, to put her nice things, to put her freaking all her makeup, to get ready in, just have a nice little area for her. 
there happens to be a closet in my living room that uh, that's underneath the stairs that fucking no it's not used for anything so it's the perfect area for her to be able to do it in and you know and that would kind of alleviate too you know and this ain't the whole reason but it's a tiny little bit of the reason um that you know it would eliminate her coming in and out of the bedroom so damn much in the mornings when she's getting ready for work and I'm trying to sleep and uh for uh that she could go in there and do her makeup and everything like that but there's little things like that and, and I enjoy I enjoy the remodeling you know the the building something the doing something it's winter I you know I didn't plan on you know doing this right now but it was like I got in here just to clean it out so she just could use it for storage and then it was like, hey, this is a great fucking idea. Guess what? Project. Oh, shit. I, I actually have something to do to keep me fucking busy. But so, you know, doing those little things like I, un, 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 unknown to me, this and this is why I told you about the X part. Like, this is the way I was. I wasn't going to stop until I found that. Now, I will say my last relationship that I just, you know, that I was in that I was settling. I was. And I, and, and I knew it, that I was settling because she was a good woman. There was some good qualities about her. You know, turns out, you know, there was some bad qualities that I didn't even, hadn't even found out yet. But that's neither here or there. I'm not doubting her to, you know, everybody has their own shit. But the reason I brought that up was because if you, you know, know, you know, plain and simple, it's, it's, when you get into a relationship and it's great and you're not self-sabotaging and you're not sitting here trying to nitpick or trying to find bad things. I, I flat said that when I started talking to my, my girlfriend now that I was going to, that this was going to be different because I was going to make it there. I was going to be the way I wanted to be. I was going to be the real me, the romantic me, the one that liked doing this shit, the one that liked taking care of a woman in little different ways. And if she didn't like that, if she didn't want that, then okay, guess what? Then okay, I'll move on to the next and I'll find somebody that does appreciate it and then does like that kind of stuff. Just happened to so be. <laughs> it was her. like, And she's so fucking appreciative because of the men she dated in the past. But she had actually, just before we started talking, she had told me, freaking here recently, she was like, yeah, you got, you got lucky you got to me when you did, because I, I was done dating. I was done dating. It was just going to be men are for fun. And that's what I was going to keep it as. And that was it. She was like, I was not going to look, I was going to turn straight savage. And that was going to be it. Cause I was, I was done with trying. She was like, so you legit found me and we started talking at the right perfect time. So, you know, <laughs> timing is everything. Now I will say, and she has said too, you know, the last relationship she was in, she had to go through what she had to go through with this particular person because she had known him for a very, very long time, like 20 some years. They knew each other in high school. She had always fantasized and, you know, bent, you know, to be with this person. They were friends. They had been together, you know, quite a few times, but there had never been a chance for them to really be, be together. And she was like, you know, she w was with him for about a year and then just find out. She found out how he really was. 
she, he wasn't the fantasy that she brought up in her, you know, that she made up in her head um, about him. So, and she told me, like, you know, on some real shit, no lying, no bullshit. She was like, if I would not have went through this with him at this time, I, she was like, I can not, you know, sit here and tell you honestly that I wouldn't have accepted his phone calls when he called, you know, when he called. I wouldn't have been trying to hide text messages. I wouldn't have been, you know, like trying to sneak up to meet him. Maybe, and she was like, I don't cheat. She was like, I do not cheat. So it wouldn't have been, you know, I was meeting him for sex, but just to sneak and meet him and spend a little bit of time with him or go and hang out and do stuff like that. She was like, if this last time that we, you know, really did give it a real try would not have happened. She was like, I don't really know how it would have turned out. I don't know if, you know, this would have been it and this would have been done. So I, she was like, I needed to go through to that to make sure I was fully and completely done and see him for the real person that he was because, you know, and then got with you. And I said the same thing. Like, you know, trust and believe. Like, I had to go through quite a few different things with different women to learn. Like, this is what I don't want in a relationship, but this is what I do want. I could confidently, you know, go to her now and tell her, like, like, look, hey, like, I don't like how this situation was handled. I don't like, you know, not that I don't like this about you, but just, like, I kind of, like, you know, need this to be worked on a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Not being a dick about it. Not saying, oh, you know, and I'm not being, you know, like, controlling or narcissistic, like, oh, you know, I don't like, you know, how you are, you know, with your personality and you need to be this way and you need to be that way. But it was like, you know, like, hey, like, um, you have a bit of a money spending problem and which she's told me I, I'm a stress, stressful shopper. So when I get stressed out real bad, even though I don't have the money, I go spend it anyway because it makes me feel good in the moment. We've been working on that, you know, come to find out I've taken a lot of stress off of her shoulders in this relationship to where she doesn't have to worry about me talking to other females, cheating on her constantly, you know, um, Treating her badly was a lot of where her stress had come from and bills, you know, and this and that is a lot where her stress had come from. So she don't have that want and need to go have to out and shop. Like she kind of feels bad when she goes to freaking go buy the Starbucks because I'm trying to get her in that habit of like, hey, we have goals. We have plans. You know, we have, you know, quite a few different things we've been talking about. Like she kind of wants to get into real estate. You know, she wants to, you know, do a few different things of just, you know, what she's doing now. She wants to kind of get her hands into quite a few different things like what I want to do. And, you know, we had a real honest sit down conversation where we're talking about this and we're like, okay, in order for us both to get to where we want, it's going to take some serious change between the both of us of spending habits and, you know, friggin', you know, um, um, prioritizing and planning and, you know, all this different stuff to where we're going to have to keep each other both in check. And, you know, so that was like kind of one of the things It wasn't like something huge. Like, I don't want to change nothing about her. Like, you know, she used to have, you know, the guy that she was with for like nine years, I guess, or, you know, or so, I can't remember if it was them, but didn't like that she dressed up and dressed fancy all the time and, you know, wear high heels everywhere and this and that. You know, but he also didn't like that, you know, that she would just kind of be, you know, dressed down around the house. Like she always had to have makeup on and this and that. I don't know. He was very contradicting. But, you know, she loves dressing up. She loves, you know, 
looking good. Even if it's just around the house, she likes doing that stuff. And I told her, like, you look fucking gorgeous with or without makeup. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I love when you dress up. You know, I love you when you're in fucking sweats. I think you're just as fucking gorgeous with your hair in a messy bun. I said she was literally in cleaning clothes today, and I, I could not take my eyes off of her all day. So there's little things like that, like just those, the actions, those, you know, and I know everybody's on this whole trip of fucking, you know, well, you know, this is a red flag, and that's a red flag, and this is a red flag. You know, you, you decide what the fuck your own red flags is. Stop listening to everybody else. Pay attention to the red fucking flags. They're there, but you decide what's a red flag. There's, you know, there's always going to be something that you, I don't want to necessarily, like I said, that you don't like, but maybe you don't care for in your partner, but that's what makes them them. That's just what makes them them. You know, we could go, we could go on, but I'm, I'm needing to get off here. I mean, then to get off here, it's about time to take the kids home. But you do, like, maybe I do need to sit down and, and write down some of the differences or not the differences of the things that I was thinking about earlier because I had a whole little list in my head of saying, like, you know, like this and this and this and this and this and break, like, break it down. Because I know, and, I, and I, I'll say this, I, um, my girlfriend is kind of like, I didn't know that this was kind of how it was supposed to work. I've dated these certain guys, and basically this is how they were, and this is how all of them were, because she had a type, and her type was what was fucking her up, but she was like, I just kind of thought this is how her relationship worked. I kind of thought this is how, you know, shit happened, and good or bad, good or bad, putting up with cheating, abusive not just mentally, but physically. And I'm not trying to throw all of her business out there. But, you know, just put up that she was just like, this is how it is. You know, now it would get to a certain point, you know, sometimes, or we got to a certain point with one to where she was like, yeah, this is not right. Like, this is not okay. To where she's like, she's like with me, she was like, you're just different all around. Like, you're just all these different things. She was like, I didn't know this is what it was supposed to be like. Yeah, I know. I need to go. Hold on real quick. Shit, I can't scream. Kids! So, it's one of those things that, like, you know, I know there's people out there that it's just like, they think this is what love is supposed to be like. They think that this is how love works. They think that the way... Get your stuff ready. Let's go. I need you to hurry up, too. I should have told you 20 minutes ago to get your stuff. Uh... But, you know, you think this is what it's supposed to be like when it's not. There is so much better out there waiting for it. There is literally somebody out there that would worship the ground you fucking walk on if you would just get your shit together a little bit, get your shit right, and get out there and fucking find them and give certain people a chance to fucking be that one. Because I'll tell you now, I'll tell you now just like she, I had said earlier, she, I had to go through things. To become the person that uh, I, I had to go through things to become the man that I needed to be with the woman that I'm with now. Plain and simple. You know, I had to go through certain things. I had to fix certain things about me. I had to be in a different mentality. You know, I had to change some things to be. Now, I didn't know I was doing that back then. And, I, you know, I didn't know her back then. I wasn't doing them for her. But I know for a fact if I had still some of the traits in the way I was, you know, before 
this would not be as good as a relationship it is as it is now. <laughs> I'm not throwing the whole roses out the head as he walks. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just saying, if you don't, there's somebody out there that will. They'll throw those roses. I told, I told my girlfriend that the other day. I was like, I'm a good man. I'm a damn good man. Like, you should be throwing rose petals at my feet as I'm walking. I was joking. She knows I was joking. You know, and Tiffin and Ed know I'm joking when I'm saying that. Uh, <laughs> even though he wants to walk on the hose thing. <laughs> like we talked about. That was, it was hilarious. But, you know, that's, that's, you know, the thing. Like, you know, just, it's not normal. It's not how it should be. That person is never going to change. You've been with them for how many years? They always swear every time, and you always hope that one day, one one time, that they're really telling the truth, that they're really going to change, but they're going to go back to the way it was. They are. You need to get the fuck out. There is better out there. It does. To find better, though, to find better, you have to become better. And that's not a fucking stab at nobody. That's not a fucking, you know, me saying that I'm better than you. But to find better, you have to become better. Because there are some things about you that you just don't understand. That the reason that you can't find a good partner is because you're not, I know this is going to piss some people off, you're not the partner, the good partner that you think you are. You, there's certain traits about some people that it's just like, hey, a good man wouldn't put up with that shit. A good man wouldn't put up with, you know, and, and, and a good woman either. Wouldn't put up with the, you know, the little fucking attitude all the time. You know, the little jealousy fucking streaks all the time. The little, you know, I, I've i been saying this here lately. I'm really going to have to get off here after this. And this is going to piss some people off. But a good man does not want a hoe for a housewife. A good man does not want a hoe for a wife. Now... Ludacris was right. We want a lady in the fucking streets, but a freak in the sheets. Plain and simple. And I know you don't get you don't get to be a freak without having a whole phase. We know. But for the women that are out there, when you're advertising, see, see, I'm about to get on a different subject, and this needs to be this needs to be one. But I'm I gotta say this because I've been seeing this more and more. When you fucking sit there and you take those filbert ass pictures and you've got your fucking low cut blouse on or you got a fucking towel on just to say good morning to everybody or you've got fucking you know skimpy ass outfit on and you're posing you know these different fucking ways and you're doing these stupid ass different sexual challenges and you're posting them and you're out there making yourself look this fucking way and that way you're looking like a hoe so what do you think you're going to attract? You're going to attract men that just want sex from you. I'll tell you right fucking now. I love my woman dressing up in lingerie. Or lingerie. Lingerie? Lingerie. I love her wearing skimpy ass little outfits for me. I don't even mind, you know, if we're go if we go out in public and she's, you know, friggin' wearing, you know, a little low cut blouse and this and that. Like, she's with me. She's mine. But what I don't fucking want, and I will not allow, and I'd put a stop to it either. I that my my I don't give a fuck how you like if I put this or not. I'd put my foot down, or you'd get the fuck out. 
is what I don't want my woman doing is out there advertising to uh, advertising shit that should I should only be seeing. You know, if my woman takes a fucking picture of a fucking looking to be able to basically look down into her fucking damn shirt and her tits. Like, that would straight piss me the fuck off. Like, what the fuck are you out here doing? Like, bitch, don't make me fucking start taking fucking sweatpants pictures and shit. Like, I'll fucking, t- I'll take that shit. I'll do that. I'll start being aver- out here advertising. But uh, but a lot of people don't get that if, if you're out there posting these kind of pictures and you're out there posting this kind of shit on fucking social media and you wonder why you keep finding men that just want sex for you. Because that's all your all your advertising that you have. You're just advertising that hey, I'm a sexual, I'm a sexual object. I'm not saying I'm not saying a woman can't post that kind of shit. I'm not saying you have the freedom of choice of do whatever the fuck you want to do. Woman power. I agree with you. But if you gonna post that shit, and then you got men in your fucking inbox, and you choose one of those men because they see those sexy ass pictures, what do you think you're expecting? That's just. What the fuck do you do when what what happens when you play with a snake? You gonna get bit. What happens when you play with fire? You gonna get fucking burned. Or you're gonna pee the bed. <laughs> so you really gotta think about that shit. You really gotta think about cleaning up your ass. Because I tell you, nothing I, I, I tell you, if if my woman started doing that stuff or she was doing that, I'd look at her a totally different way. I don't wanna be with somebody like that. I don't want you out there advertising what's supposed to be mine and me to only see. Now, I'm not stupid. I know there's been men out there that's seen that. I Just like women's been out there that's seen me. I, she's been with fucking other men before we got together. That's not what I'm talking about. But, you know, I'm sure there's all kinds of shit out there about me. I'm sure there's all kinds of shit there out there about her. But you shouldn't be out there advertising yourself like that, whether you're single or fucking not. That's what you're going to attract. So, healthy relationship, you guys. Healthy fucking relationship. Feels so good to be in one. And if you want to come at me, I, I've said it before. You want to come at me because we're moving too quick or we're fucking, you know, or you have your opinion on you, look in a fucking mirror. Go point. Go look in a mirror and point at yourself and then, and then I want you to recheck your fucking damn relationship and tell me how that's fucking going. Because don't be in mine. And when you come after me on mine... I'll take your fucking soul. I'll hurt your fucking feelings. I ain't all fucking Mr. Mr. fucking Moto. But I'm going to get off here. I got I got kids to take home. I'm going to get rid of these fucking kids for the weekend. <laughs> so, always remember two things, you guys. Stronger than what you think, you're not alone. Peace. When I was just a young buck, mama always told me, son, keep your head up. I started hustling in the street because I was fed up. At the age of 13, just trying to get my bread up. Didn't know my father, he was murdered in cold blood. That's why I have no remorse and never show no love. Hoping I piss you off, I really give two fucks. Burning my old bridges, trying to find me a new plug. And knowing that I needed to change, always taking from people who probably needed the same. But I was deep in the game and running deep with my gang. And if my pockets was low, then we was peeping your chain. Boy, gotta come up somehow. Instead of running these streets from sun up to sun down, I gotta change my mindset. It ain't no wondering why now that it wasn't my time yet. And why we gotta learn the hard way? Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. And I'm gonna do whatever it takes to keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to.
love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'm gonna get back up, never get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'm gonna get back up ha! What did you do? This is what I did Yeah, I followed through with the plans Washing my hands, I'm through with chasing these bands Found hope, put down dope, becoming a man Picking up the number two and letting go of the grams I, I never thought that I could make it this far To eating caviar from stealing stereos from your car You be a fool not to change and try and better yourself Better quit while you ahead, don't get ahead of yourself And then truth, you'll find peace and find me Blowing on pine trees, trying to fill up a dime piece No more popping my nine piece Or stopping the grind streets Don't take life for granted, cause boy you know your time's least And life is what you make it Better take the music that you dance to and face it So next time a hater says you can't make it Let that be your motivation to show them that you was destined for greatest And why we gotta learn the hard way Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to And I'ma do whatever it takes To keep the devil on my back To get to where I'm going to I can never get enough Of that tough love When push comes to shove You can kick me while I'm down But I'ma get back up Never get enough Of that tough love When push comes to shove You can kick me while I'm down But I'ma get back up See, change is inevitable. So it's never too late to make a difference as an individual. Because we got to do that to become better as a whole. All for one. And one for all. And why we got to learn the hard way? Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. To keep the devil on my back To get to where I'm going to I can never get enough Of that tough love When push comes to shove You can kick me while I'm down But I'm gonna get back up Never get enough Of that tough love When push comes to shove You can kick me while I'm down But I'm gonna get back up <laughs>